Well, good morning, everybody, and a big happy Mother's Day. I would like to give a special mention to my beautiful mum today, who is an absolute treasure and a treasure in his crown. She's a true champion, totally devoted to Jesus. She lives her life in true honour of God, and I honour you today, mum. And I'd also like to acknowledge my beautiful mum-in-law, Ruthie, who's just such a beautiful woman, who's compassionate, kind, and so loving, and I love being a part of your family. And today I also want to acknowledge the spiritual mothers. Today I acknowledge and honour the women who are called mums by their children that they birthed and raised, to the women who profoundly teach the depth and beauty of motherhood, even if they've never raised their own children. Some have raised their own kids, but their motherhood goes beyond their own home. They are all spiritual mothers, and all are women who love and invest in someone's story that nurtures someone's heart and soul. So to the women who reflect God's heart to others, today I just want to thank you and honour each one of you. So many different women come to mind, both near and far, who have had a great impact and influence on my life. These spiritual mothers have been a great encouragement to me personally and also to the church community and beyond. Spiritual mothers and fathers are so important for his kingdom. The family of God is for all generations. And today I want to acknowledge and honour the life of beautiful Suze. She was such a mother to this church. She nurtured and cared for people in her sweet and unique way. She was such a great supporter and encourager and she would cheer people on in their race. And I just want to share an example of this um, that I had with Suze just after I'd had Tali. She was about nine months old and I just remember Tali had been unwell and she actually wasn't putting on any weight. And I just remember that I, I started to believe that I didn't know how to be a mother. And then one day, just out of the blue, Suze just came over to me and she said, Shelley, God just wants you to know that you're an excellent mother. And so her words actually exposed a lie and brought me into freedom. She was someone who was led by her shepherd and then she would impart that to others. And so that's why it's so important to have spiritual mothers in your life. So today I'm talking about the good shepherd. God is the true shepherd and we are to shepherd others from his example. So what does shepherd mean? The Bible mentions shepherds and shepherding over 200 times. However, the Hebrew word for shepherding is often translated as feeding. Shepherds led sheep to pasture and water and protected them from wild animals. Shepherds guarded their flocks at night, whether in the open or in sheepfolds, where they, they counted the sheep as they entered. They took care of the sheep and even carried weak lambs in their arms. 
So today I want to share about Jesus, the Good Shepherd, as part of the Harmony of the Gospels. So in Psalm 23, it describes the Lord as our shepherd and what he has for each one of us who come to him. So the shepherd, in, this is in summary, what does it look like when we let him shepherd us? The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me to quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me, always with me, even when I walk through the valley. He prepares a table before my enemies. He anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows. His goodness and love follows me forever. We all have access to all of these promises and it's such a beautiful invitation for us to put our trust in him, to rest and be refreshed, to see his goodness overflow in your life, the promise of a feast and abundance in the presence of enemies, to let him be the shepherd in our lives. There is so much more depth to uncover in this scripture when David, when he wrote this, it shows his trust in the Lord, his shepherd. He knew the Lord would take care of him, not only to a place of comfort and peace, to not only protect him in times of trouble and provide him food in hard times, even in the presence of his enemies, but also to provide him with the nourishment necessary for his life purposes. David knew and trusted his shepherd. So I just, I want to share a little vision that I had and it was of a table and it was, in front of me was this delicious feast. The table was set, there was candles, there were centerpieces, it was an extravagant feast and my, my eyes were taking in the abundance that was in front of me. Then as what I could see panned back, I could see darkness all around me, I could see and became aware of spiritual opposition was, that was attempting to distract me and take my eyes off the table of abundance and feast in front of me. It was like in that very moment there was a choice on where I wanted to focus. Without even thinking I turned back to the feast and what was trying to take my attention had no influence. The shepherd provides nourishment for your calling. What he has for you will sustain you like nothing else. Turn your eyes back towards him, then the fruit from your life will nourish others. A great example of shepherds in our lives are mothers. These attributes of Jesus are also seen through mothers, in how mothers give, in how they feed and provide, how they guide and encourage, how they protect how they empower, how they care for those in their flock, how they sacrifice, and many more. These attributes are all a reflection of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. So if you have your Bibles and would like to turn to John chapter 10, verse 9, it says, I am the gatekeeper. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. In John 10.10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. 
and I have come that they may have life and have it in the full. So the thief is referring to someone who enters the sheep pen without going through the, the gatekeeper. So the characteristics of the thief, the thief wants to deceive, the only motive is to, to scatter, to destroy and to kill, to bring disunity amongst the sheep, to lead them away from their shepherd. So that's why it's so important that you know the shepherd for yourself. And the only way to the Father is through the gatekeeper, Jesus. So it says, I have come so that you may have life and life to the full, or in the message translation, to have real and eternal life, more and better than you've ever dreamed of. And in the Amplified it says, they may have life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. So Jesus came so that we can live life to the full under the Good Shepherd. It says in John, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and my own sheep know me. In the same way the Father knows me and I know the Father. Jesus the good shepherd knows his sheep. He knows every single one of them. He calls every single one by name. He knows you and every single detail about you. And a mother knows their child's voice and can recognise it when they hear them. And a child knows their mother's voice. A mother's voice is one of the first recognitions of sound that a baby hears when inside the womb. So our roles as mothers or anyone from all generations is to know the shepherd and then to show the shepherd through how we live and lead others. Being the shepherd's voice for the next generation to speak the voice of Jesus so that our children and spiritual children are being led, nurtured, encouraged by the Good Shepherd. To know and to show the Good Shepherd. So continuing on in John 10, 15 to 20. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep, I put the sheep before myself, sacrificing myself if necessary. You need to know that I have other sheep in addition to those in the pen. I need to gather and bring them in too. They'll also recognise my voice. Then it will be the one flock, one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I freely lay down my life, and so I am free to take it up again. No one takes it from me. I lay it down on my own free will. I have the right to lay it down. I also have the right to take it up again. I receive this authority personally from my Father. So Jesus puts his sheep for himself. He is always about the one, as in the parable of the lost sheep. His heart is together, and Jesus shows his life of sacrifice in how he laid down his own life, out of his free will, walking in the authority that was given to him by his Father. So Jesus is the good shepherd. The attributes of Jesus as the shepherd is faithfulness, compassion, guidance, protection. We can also see these same attributes through mothers. As you follow the shepherd, shepherd, his character, his attributes flow through your life. So my prayer for you, let the shepherd lead you. Let him lead you beside still waters. Let him take you to the oasis of peace. Let him bring nourishment to your life's calling. 
Let him build to encourage, to nurture you, to uplift, to enlighten you in truth of your identity, that you know that you belong to him. Let him call out the gold in you so that you can call it out in the next generation and in others. Let him guide you. Let him impart wisdom to love and to shepherd you. And freely you receive, freely you give. And I pray that you would lean into the good shepherd so that as you receive from him, it will overflow out of your life and impact on those around you. And I pray that we all take that responsibility to shepherd others, that you can lead them to green pastures and to the living water, that you can help gather his sheep to nurture, to care and to impart, to speak wise words that build up and edifies, that bring only life. So as a mother, a spiritual mother, as a son or daughter, as a child of God, the Father's desire is for all of us to know him and to know his voice. Recognizing that he knows you and knows your voice, he has given you, he has given you that voice. And when you know Jesus, then you know the Father, the Lord our shepherd, Jesus is the perfect rep representation of the Father. And when you see Jesus, you see the Father. So I'm just going to close in prayer. Lord, I just pray that, that we will give you permission to be our shepherd. That if we felt like we've drifted away from the flock or from the shepherd, that we can just turn our eyes and our heart back towards you that you're ready for us to return to you at any time. That, Father God, I pray that we would gather our hearts towards one another in the flock to keep encouraging and uplifting each other, to pray for each other, to pray for our leaders, to uplift, to build, to encourage. Lord, we just say yes to you, and we just say yes that the character of Jesus as the shepherd would flow through our lives and impact those around us. In Jesus' name, amen.